You have arrived. Welcome to the Aspie World. Here's where we talk about anything and everything ASD in an upbeat and informative way. And now, here's your man on the spectrum, your autism ambassador, Daniel Morgan Jones. So here are five of the most obvious autism in girls traits that you can identify autism in females relatively quickly. All that's coming up right now. Guys, what's going on? My name is Dan. I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia, and I make weekly videos all about this stuff. So if you're new around here and you want to learn more, make sure to hit the subscribe button down below by hitting that notification bell. And if you're watching on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter, make sure to follow me on those pages too, because I put daily videos out there. So a big hey to all you guys. And I love talking to you, so always reach out. Nothing's ever a problem. Guys, what's going on? I wanted to do this video because a lot of the time um, people always think that women can't be on the autism spectrum. You know, women and girls are oh, not on the autism spectrum. They can't be autistic, blah, blah, blah. That's an old kind of hat, old news. Forget about that. The, new, the, the way it is, is that, yeah, there's actually probably a lot more autistic females than there are males in the world. It's just that the, the diagnostic criteria and the capacity to do it hasn't updated yet, but we're getting there. Anyway, regardless of all of that nonsense, I wanted to do this video because I want to be able to help you guys identify autism in girls or, or females that you are suspecting could be autistic. So here are the most obvious signs I wanted to do. So it's really relatively easy for you to go, okay, well, maybe I should book them in for an assessment, see if there's, you know, we can get a diagnosis to then get support. Anyway, let's jump into it right now. Start with number one. So number one is lack of eye contact. Autistic people, no matter if they're male or female, will have issues with creating eye contact in a social convention. This could be talking to somebody, it could be trying to look at a speaker in, in a lecture theatre uh, in the eyes. Any type of eye contact is going to be uncomfortable and avoided by all costs by an autistic individual because of the uncomfortable feeling that comes from looking in somebody's eyes. So, if, you know, avoiding eye contact, then it's a typical autistic trait. Very, very interesting. Okay, so number two is issues keeping friends. Now, autistic females will want to make lots and lots of friends, but they will um, kind of feel a bit out of the loop a lot of the time with the types of issues that keep coming up with the friends. Like, it could be a lack of emotional understanding because autistic individuals lack emotional kind of development a lot of the time, how they um, promote themselves emotionally how they understand their own emotions. You know, emotional regulation is something quite difficult for autistic individuals, especially females. So they may want to make loads and loads of friends because girls want to be quite social and, and hang out with other, other girls. But those girls will have problems and conversations that you may not understand as an autistic female and then it could cause friction and then you could just ignore those friends or, or move on or they may do the same thing. This is quite common and you'll see autistic individuals uh, who are female wanting to kind of reach out and make friends but then also probably only have one friend that will last in their entire life. The rest of them kind of just fizzle out. Very, very uh, common to see this or obvious sign to see this uh, issue or struggle with making and retaining friends in autism in females. Okay, so number three is collecting. Now, autistic females will collect everything that they enjoy. So they may collect all the books of Twilight. They may collect every DVD of the Batman series. They may collect every single hairpin that they've ever had in their entire life. It could be, uh, you know, a collection of scrunchies or, or shoes. It, no matter what it is, it will be a collection that they have that you can never ever part with. It could be a collection of troll dolls from the 90s. It could be anything. And this is very, very common with autism and females. It could be like that stack of teddy bears that will never ever be played with, but it's on your, you know, in the wardrobe in a spare room collecting dust that your child will never ever uh, separate with because she is on the autism spectrum and that is part of her collection. Very interesting and this one always gets you. I can see it. if this resonates with you give this video a thumbs up right now and leave me a comment saying Dan you hit the nail on the head I totally get what you're saying this is my kid or this is me right. I want to know. 
Okay, so number four is obsessive interest. Now, obsessive interest is where an autistic person will have an obsessive interest in a topic or genre. So they could be really, really interested in filmmaking or photography or movies in general. Like they could be a movie critic or, or whatever. They could be obsessed with a certain kind of pop star or movie star and they'll know everything about their life or, you know, even down to stuff like, you know, where they had their first sandwich and stuff like that in, in the high school that they attended. All of those fine details are very much something that will be homed in on someone who has an obsessive of interest, and autistic people, especially uh, girls on the spectrum, will have an obsessive interest that they just want to research all the time, talk about all the time, and really just absorb anything they can from that topic of interest. Very interesting. Okay, so number five is masking to overload. Oh my goodness, this is probably the number one, the number one telltale sign that an, uh, a female is on the autism spectrum, right? It's because masking is more prevalent in females. And what masking is, is the ability to kind of pretend and act that you're happy and safe and going along with something when inside you're pretty much dying and, and, and riddled with anxiety. And what happens is, you know, an example would be, Say a girl goes to school and she's on the autism spectrum and diagnosed and she'll hang up with all her friends and, and do all the things uh, which is masking, you know, do her hair jokes and trying to get all these things and do all these social kind of conventions or hang out with your friends and talk about boys and whatever. And then you come home and crash. You just like hit the deck and you can't cope anymore. You'll burst out crying, you, you're, you're in a mood, you don't wanna do any homework, you have no motivation, it just dips right down. That is an overload caused by masking all day. Masking can be used in some good situations where it's a fight or flight or survival technique, but masking all day, every single day, is no good. And this is a telltale sign. If your kid is completely exhausted to the point where they're just completely broken down when they come in from school or anywhere that they've been socializing, this is a telltale sign that they could be on the autism spectrum. Guys, if you are interested, I have a free autism life hacks PDF book at autismhacks.net you can get right now. Give this video a thumbs up and leave me a comment with anything you have to suggest in the comments down below. I read everyone. I love you. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World, the T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D, so the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.